welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can be really hard, and tries to make it just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Melissa, this week I got a gift. A gift in my inbox. Yeah, those are always special. It, it was really cool, you know, because I get a lot of these things, uh, emails that come in from various things, things I sign up for, you know, when I first go to the site, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely subscribe. This is great. And then the emails start coming in and I delete, you know, or I skim it, whatever. Um, but one of the subscriptions that I have is for a site called Literary Hub. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's just a great site for writers and people who like writing and literature and all that great stuff. Um and I went to their site and loved it and subscribed to their weekly email. And in that email, this I think it was this week, I got a little essay. It was uh, written by Emily Gould, and um, it's called On How and Why to Keep Writing When Writing Feels Pointless. What's interesting about this is I can't find this anywhere on the Internet. I, I just, I've done searches. I, like, I looked on Literary Hub. I was like, I want to share this. This is a really helpful article. And it doesn't seem to be anywhere but in my email. So, um, you know, perhaps that's because they don't intend me to share it with anybody, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's really great. I'm excited. Um, I'm not. Yeah. And I sent it to you. Um, I did the old fashioned way of like emailing things to people. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, and uh, yeah, I'm obviously not going to read the whole thing to you, but we're going to go over some of the highlights and uh, what it means to us. So, the premise of this is that Emily Gould, is a writer, and she had gotten a contract. She sold her her novel, and uh, you know had gotten a, a contract, and was was ready to start going. And that happened in October of 2016. <laughs> so you know, Cubs just won the World Series. Everything looked great, and then, holy crap, the world kind of went a little nuts, and has continued to be that way ever since. Uh, people are accused the Cubs of doing it. Since the Cubs world uh, won the World Series, it upset the uh, time-space continuum. That's it. That's what it was. I've been trying to now put my finger on it. <laughs> mirror universe. Yeah, that's that's what happened. So, um, yeah. So with that, you know, now she's got this book that she's written in the before times, and she's really having a hard time motivating herself to write this book and to, to revise it, to work on it, to, to get it ready for now when... You know, again, everything's on fire. And so she, what she did is she shared some of the things that she did to kind of help keep herself motivated. And I thought this is certainly relevant anytime, uh, you know, whether or not the world is on fire. Uh, but uh, particularly now when the world is even more on fire than it has ever been. <laughs> um, so she gave three things that she did to keep herself motivated. And the first one was move the goalposts or remove them entirely. So she starts off talking about writers who, you know, just crank out a thousand words a day no matter what. And, you know, just these people who can just really keep their butt in their chair no matter what. And she's like, wow, that's really great. Uh, but if you're not that kind of person, that kind of writer, you need to maybe redefine what your objectives are. What is working on your writing? And for her, she said... You know, her goal at that point uh, was just to read, you know, and to, to read a novel carefully. We've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, in doing that, that helped keep her motivated to keep going rather than if she had tried to stay to that higher level, she might have given up entirely. Yeah. 
Have you ever had to do that? You know, kind of redefine your goals for a day or a week or a month or something? I I always, <laughs> I'm always <laughs> redefining my goals. Um, I love setting goals. I don't like the discipline of doing them every day to get there. And I, you know, we've talked about the word counts and yeah. how, you know, just sort of paralyzing or limiting they can be. So I'm always redefining my goal in terms of like action and that's like open-ended. Mm-hmm. Like I just have to sit at the computer and like yeah. look at my script or open my keyboard sometimes like or my laptop. Sometimes that is a goal in and of itself or like reading yeah. a book. Like I have to give myself permission to read because I often feel like it's just like it's time that I should be doing something else that is going to have output. Right. And so I have to redefine that for myself. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I, I do the same thing. I like to I like to set a goal, make a plan, and then I inevitably literally forget about it. Um, it's the ADHD part of me, uh, that which I do have. I'm not, you know, saying it's like, oh, I have ADD. But no, I really do. Um, and it affects me quite a bit. And one of the things that happens is, yeah, I'll make a big plan, and I'll plan out the whole summer, and here's the writing. And then by December, I'll have it all done, maybe early. It'll be great. And then, you know, uh, two weeks in, I've compl- I not only have I not followed the plan, I've forgotten that it exists and I'm just kind of winging it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's important to kind of keep keep moving forward. But, you know, you want to have a, a beacon, something to go for generally, and it's work on the book. But, yeah, you can't you can't beat yourself up. You can't you can't be a drill sergeant, man. We're not, you know, marching. We're creating. And that takes what it takes. And I think in these days, like you want that flexibility. It can be like, we don't know where we're going to be in three months or six months or nine months. It's really hard these days to plan mm-hmm. anything beyond tomorrow or next week. So your goals should kind of reflect that. And you have to have that spirit of like, I don't need to define output or hit 50,000 words by this point. Like I can just know that I'm trying to write a book or know that I'm trying to do X and feel mm-hmm. comfortable reevaluating and, and setting that daily or weekly so that you can be responsive to what's on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to take it easy on yourself and just kind of stay. Yeah. Like you said, you know, stay, stay with your objective. So the second one, I, and this one, this is the one that, that absolutely blew my mind that I love very, very, very much. Um, and something I still struggle with, and it's eliminate the possibility of an audience. Um, and uh, here's this quote that I love. It's, she says, uh, when I'm just getting back into writing after a period of not writing, I tend to want a lot of immediate attention for my effort. So she's looking for things that'll get uh, attention right way, you know, so she's trying to please an audience. And the thing is that doesn't work for a long-term project like a novel and so she says in order to she says to get my brain back in the place it needs to be in order to do the grunt work um i have to trick myself into doing some writing that's share proof which i think is a really great idea because i know i tend to write with the audience over my shoulder and it's terrible because mm-hmm. the audience is really cranky um and so i have to to get that that audience away um and, and start up, you know, it, even when I'm starting, I have to do it throughout the writing process, but it's good to acknowledge that that's a hard thing. Um, what she says she does is she keeps a dream journal. And actually, I I do that too. Um, I just write down my dreams for the night before, and it's just to open a, uh, open a document and start typing and start going. Um, that's, that's the reason I do it. 
And yeah, and she says, there's no audience. No one's ever going to read this. It doesn't have to make any sense. It's just to, to kind of go. And she says, it's kind of putting on gym clothes. Sometimes, like one in five times, it leads to exercising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I When I saw this, I was thinking of like passion projects, right? The like mm-hmm. thing that you take on that you're not worried about if it sells or how it can be made or like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Um, there's sometimes just ideas that like have been nagging you in the back of your mind and you keep telling them like, no, I have a deadline. No, I have to work on this. No, I have these other things that I've already planned out. Um, and for me, it's like, I want to just give myself permission to work on something that's purely for fun. Like yeah. no intention at all of ever letting anybody see the light of day. And like, maybe that'll change later, but it does free you up in terms of how you write because you're just doing what you enjoy. You're not worried about the structure, the formats, the like, is this appealing? Is it too controversial? You're just doing it and like letting go of all of those different critics. So I do think it's really powerful. Yeah. It's something I struggle with a lot because like even I'll start to write fanfic and the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, let's try to make this. You know, like I'm, I, it's, it's something I, I always struggle with. and I know a lot of, a lot of writers do. So I feel better about that. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a tricky thing. That audience and just recognizing that that's what's the problem I think helps yeah and then this last part this is the part that actually got me kind of like choked up uh, and she calls it the why part like why why do this why even bother why write a book you know now like why and uh, she talks about a, a book called I Capture the Castle by Dodie Smith one of her favorite books she, the Dodie Smith wrote it during World War II, and it's this book about, you know, about this beautiful London, uh, fan- almost fantasy world, this happy place, um, and, you know, a coming-of-age story. But as Dodie Smith is writing this, London's being bombed to shit. So how, how did she do that, right? Like, how, how can you write about a, a happy London while people are dying in London? And she says it's just kind of a, you know, a, a preservation right like this is i just want to save this and uh emily gould put this great uh great line in here which i highlighted it says but it's worth remembering that they i mean novels are also the best technology we have for transmitting one person's consciousness directly into another's yes (laughs) like whoa yes (laughs) whoa 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 so that is you know, that's powerful. Like, oh, this is this is what's special about our art form. And it is. You know, you, you get inside the brain. And so what do you want to put in people's brains? You know, and, and even if it is a memory of a place that's gone, that, that's that's a, a very good thing to, to preserve. Or if it's just a, a, a fun puzzle or a, an entertainment uh, or just, you know, whatever, that that's what you're doing. You have to put that in there, this, this point of view into their mind. And that's what you're doing for. And it will never happen unless you sit down and write. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I think of, I mean, it's it's interesting because if you step back and you look at um, people's self-quarantining, like, what are they doing? They're consuming art. Like, yeah, everybody's so consuming much. so much art right now. And it is a testament to, like, it's because it allows you to escape, right? It's because it yeah. allows you to connect it allows you to process some of these emotions and people have different types of art. Some people are going straight into the like, you know, pandemic movies and other people yeah. are looking for 
happy stories and romance and love and all of those things. But it's really powerful to see how music and games and books and film are really like what people are just craving right now um, and consuming at massive quantities. Entertainment is a basic human need. It really is. Yeah. We've we've sought it out ever since we became human. I mean, we've always, always had it. It's not a, not a, even a luxury. It's not a frippery. It's it's critical. We can. I mean, and this is this time right now is uh, proof of that. So don't ever feel like what you're doing isn't important. You know, it is. And even if it seems, you know, light, that doesn't make it not important. It's important work that we're doing, and we need to keep doing it. We need not be afraid. Yeah. All right. I think hopefully this is encouraging people. Hopefully everyone feels a little bit, a little bit better about about getting down and, and doing some writing after this. Um, I know I do. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Thanks for sharing this. This is great. Yeah. It was just I was so happy to get this little gift, and um, it's Literary Hub is the site that I got this from. Um, you, like I said, you won't find it on the site, or if you do, let me know because I can't find it anywhere. Um, but uh, it, they've got just great stuff every week of uh, just for just for people who like books and words and things. So I think you'll enjoy it if you like this podcast, which I hopefully you do. And if you do like this podcast, by the way, how's that for a segue? Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Subtle. <laughs> subtle. Uh, if you don't mind going to the uh, uh, Apple Podcasts app. And uh, leave us a quick review and a rating. Uh, it really helps other people find the podcast. It helps us feel good. And, uh, I mean, what else are you going to do? This is what you should be doing. Just this writing is what you should be doing. <laughs> right. Okay. In fact, yeah, that's the most important thing to do. Because, I mean, that's the transmit your consciousness. In No, that's, no I, I can't even pretend. <laughs> but, yeah, it would really be great if you can. Um but if you can't, yeah, I understand. We're still friends. It's okay. But so, if you can. remember, everyone. Oh, but if you can. <laughs> but yes. if you can. <laughs> but if you can. All right. So remember, everyone, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.